Me, I died for him. Me, I trusted him. Me, I loved him. And me, I'm the damn fool that shot him. There's a million things I haven't done, but just you wait. What's your name, man? Alexander Hamilton. Plunk. <laughs> guys, I'm Lily. And I'm Brandon. And we're back for our episode two of our Two to Tango podcast. Yeah, two already, huh? Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just wanted to say thank you to everyone um, who showed their support. Um, and yeah, we had, we, we had a few people listening from the US. That was really cool. But more importantly, our friends and family that have been listening, we think it's awesome. Um, we thought it would just be us listening to our own recording. And I hate the sound of my own voice, so... You, yeah, you didn't sound that, that hot. I sounded no. really sexy. Mm-hmm. I think you did too, so... <laughs> <laughs> I have a late night FM radio voice. You do, but right now you're kind of just screaming, so I'm not sure how that's going to be I'll, I'll keep today. It down. I'll keep it down. Um, thanks also to, uh, for, to everybody that follows us on Instagram at to the tango podcast and everybody that's asked us a question uh, reviewed yeah yeah, oh my god the reviews on um on apple Podcasts actually really help so if you haven't yet please go and do that um it'd be great um but yeah we have a couple questions uh that we put out there um yesterday and we just want to go through through a couple of them for you guys to get to know us a, a bit better um do you want me to start or do you want to go ahead yeah start go ahead so one of the questions um is how has uh how has transitioning to living together changed your relationship do you want me to go first yeah you can go first yeah um well it has obviously um because before we would just like see each other after work or whatever right or after school or like when i was living in another city for school we would only see each other on weekends but we would not have to we didn't depend on each other as much as we do now because now i realize how dependent i am (laughs) like (laughs) even though i was living on my own it i um I, i was doing my things i just didn't like doing it at all so I'm so glad that you're here to like fill in the gaps. Being a babysitter, yeah. being your your maid, yeah. She Is babysits that... me and uh, and she also like plays with me. I like I'm like a dog. I just need to like <laughs> play, go for okay. walks and stuff, <laughs> which you don't do. Oh, but, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, for me, I think it. I never got the opportunity to live away from home, so this is my first experience um, being on my own, and I think. Uh, it was definitely a transition, but more personally than, than our relationship wise for me, I think, um, we had already been together for eight, eight and a half years by the time we'd moved in together. Um, and I think we were already comfortable and kind of just knew how we each were. Um, and it kind of just meshed really well and it kind of just flowed easily for us living together. Like, there wasn't anything that, like, we weren't really stepping on each other's toes or anything. Not no. that I, um, not, not that I can recall. 
You also don't take it personally when I don't want to sleep with you at night. <laughs> well, people, it's funny because Brandon likes to sleep on the couch sometimes. One, because our couch is super comfy, and I think our family and friends can, can bet that. Um, but two, he likes to say that... Well, you're like a million degrees. Yeah, that's your favorite go-to saying. So. You radiate heat. Oh, thanks, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you're just so... No, like, um, I don't know if this is a thing for guys, but we like things colder. Showers as well. I like my hot showers. You like scalding hot showers. I've compromised sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you, hey, you're not like, you're not like wearing a smile and we're weathering through it. You like, you look pissed off <laughs> when you have anything no. less than a burning hot shower. Yeah. And sometimes I like my cold showers. Yeah. I could... I could bathe like on, in ice. On a hot, hot summer day, you you need a cold shower to to kind of yeah um, cool you off. But no, um, but back on topic, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't really anything um, too out of the ordinary for us. It kind of it kind of just it just went really well. And like um, to be honest, I was preparing myself to fight with you a lot more. Mm-hmm. I you know and and not that. Not in the sense where I wanted to fight with you. It was just more so that uh, I, I might be, like, picky about certain things or you might be picky about certain things and I would start an argument and I wouldn't take it personally. But, yeah, it didn't really go that way, which I think was is good. <laughs> yeah, I think right. it solidifies our... Uh, our, what we already knew that we would be okay. <laughs> so We also got rid of any other, like, extra or external stressors, right? Like what? Well, like, when you first moved in, because I moved in a, a little, like, a, I don't know, a few weeks ahead of Lily. Yeah. And um, and I was fine, because I've been living on my own before that, and I've always given my parents space. My parents, for, for like, the f- last few years that I was living with my parents, they were more like landlords to me. <laughs> and I would just see them when I go downstairs before work or whatever. But you weren't taking it so well. Oh, yeah, like, I was homesick. Mad I think. homesick. But like I said, this was my first, um, my first experience living away from home, and it wasn't, it wasn't something about us, it was just me personally, like, right, right having, going through my ways. Yeah, I was homesick, I missed, it was hard to kind of uh, come from a house into a one-bedroom apartment to, like, uh, space-wise, it was an issue, yeah. um, trying to get comfortable with that, and then the other thing is, there's there's not no separation where we could have either right it's literally the bathroom it's literally the bathroom so like yeah that's that's where you go in the very beginning <laughs> you went to the bathroom just to avoid me which extra still, long poops yeah so. okay well i don't tmi but still <laughs> um, i'm not pooping i'm just saying like i sit there on my phone mm-hmm. but you know what i meant was we're trying to remove those stressors where if you were homesick we were you know, a a twenty five minute drive away from home, seeing your family, and yeah. you know nothing else. Like I imagine, if we introduced one more thing that stresses us out, do you think we would have been stretched thin? Or, um, I don't know. Like I think there's always going to be an adjustment when you add something new in any mm-hmm. any life changing event, right? So, uh, yeah, there there might be, but can't really speak on that when it never really happened just speaking on our case as it as it was and generally for us together no no issues moving in together so i think that's a good thing like it 
Yeah. Um, you want to ask a question? Or? Sure. Uh, I like this one, so I want to get this out. Sure. If you two got a dog, which one would it be? And what would you name the pup? <laughs> Smiley face. So, we actually have a dog. It's just not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stuffed Ikea doll. Um, dog. But his name is Thor. And that would be our real puppy's name if we did have one. And we're kind of going back and forth on what kind of dog we want. Um, I think it would either be a golden doodle or a cockapoo. Um, I say cockapoo, but yeah. I really do mean golden doodle because I just yeah. love the way. First of all, I love that it's like they're super it's a friendly yellow dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. it looks exactly like this dog. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I fell in love with um, golden doodles in general, and I think. Well, we have a family dog, which is a cockapoo, and he's just so lovable. So He's lovable, but he's wild. He's wild, but, you But know. if we had a dog that was more on the poodle side, yeah, the dog would be just the calmest but cuddliest dog. Yeah, and that's what <laughs> I see on this, this Instagram page that I follow. Um, Samson oh, the, the Dude. Oh, yeah, he's the... so cute. Wait, is like... it Samson the Dude or... Because there's like a bunch, right? Yeah, so Samson the dude is the main one. And then he has two brothers that are younger. <laughs> and it's so cute. Yeah, or, or one brother, one sister. But there's three of them in total. And it, <laughs> with this like two-year-old like toddler. And, baby, yeah. Yeah, so they just like <laughs> sleep together all the time. Oh my gosh. I'm it looks love. like, uh, honestly, on at first glance, if you don't see their eyes, you just think that this baby is sleeping on top of like a a high pile carpet yeah <laughs> i guess that's a good way to say it <laughs> you know how like dogs kind of look like fried chicken sometimes oh my god no <laughs> maybe to you but not that i'm hungry it just looks like like that is it an instagram page or whatever it's like fried chicken or yeah. dog yeah oh it's so cute it's so cute um it's like baby fever and dog fever all in one so you know i i switch my um my fevers depending on my day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, for the next question is, um, when are you the most you? Um, mine is an easy one. I'm most me when I'm at home and I'm sitting on the couch watching TV. The Leafs, they're, you know, they're back. Tonight. Tonight. <laughs> um, playing video games or watching youtube and i'm just here on my couch yeah an imprint of my ass permanently on this spot on the couch that's me yep. nothing could phase me nope that's your that's your bread and butter that's what <laughs> yeah. you like i couldn't i wake up in this like because i you know we i sleep on the couch i'm not joking like lily's not kidding about that i sleep on the couch and I turn by to choice. get up. We, we talked about this by last choice. Week. By, by choice. choice. Nah, nah. So I can't even like. It's not even like we can get into a fight and like kick him off to the couch because he. That's what he wants. Actually, before <laughs> yeah, before I would make up a fight yeah, just so I would, can be like, would instigate fine. Something. I guess I'll go sleep on the couch then. <laughs> <laughs> and like at first, like before that even became a thing where you're sleeping on the couch, I didn't understand until I was like, wait a second, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But you're not missing me because you get the comfort comfy bed but i still kind of sleep to one side so it doesn't really matter well that's your choice yeah um, anyway yes anyways. back to my story oh, okay i get up and i already have my laptop 
like in front of me. So I, I get up at like 8.45 and I boot up my laptop and I'm here and I turn on the TV to, to CP24 and that's my whole day from 8.45 to 5 where I close my laptop and open up YouTube. <laughs> in or that exact order. play my PS4. Yeah. yeah. And it's much. like that until like what, 11? Yeah. Get up to Unless shower. I have something planned and then... <laughs> unless, yeah, unless you... <laughs> Have an agenda for me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but um, it's literally like 24 hours sometimes. Like, no, not 24 hours. Like, there's a solid 72 hours straight that I can be sitting on this couch. Yeah. This does not make me look good, does it? No, no. Okay, that's, we'll move uh, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, um, I'm a homebody too. Um, but I do like going out. But uh, generally, when I'm most me, it's with my my family and closest friends like it doesn't matter what we're doing whether it means we're we're going out to eat or if it just means chilling at home or in the backyard um i'm just more comfortable most comfortable and most myself uh around the people that i love um yeah i think i'm pretty simple there's nothing there's nothing to me um i'm also most me when i'm around you I think, because you also know me the best as well, so. Aww. You sap. Yeah. Well. But you say how we that clashes, right? Like, if you didn't say that you're most you around me, then, like, it would be this, this like, perpetual fight. We're trying to find a balance between how much I love just staying home and you needing to go visit your family. Well... I mean, I don't know. I think it, we, we found our balance. We found our like, balance, Like, I think yeah. it's fine. So, yeah. It'd be generally. easier if you knew how to drive, though. Yeah, okay, here we go. There's that topic <laughs> Okay, again. I'm not going to be... Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to go into that. Salty about it. Hey, one thing that I've, like, appreciated living downtown, too, is that there are lots of people that don't have their driver's license. And I'm not trying to enable my my be myself and my as behavior of not of delaying it. my <laughs> getting my license um but i found it interesting to to see that a lot of people don't drive downtown um, and the people that do have their licenses suck at driving downtown no i i i disagree i think really? people downtown are are good drivers it's when you leave toronto is when you're getting the shitty drivers you're getting them okay. the the people that say they're from Toronto, but then, like, I, I've noticed it. I don't I'm, know I'm just a what traffic driver. you're looking at. Well, like, like, think about it. When you did your Monday to Friday working and you used to drive downtown, right? Yeah. Like, even just going off, going onto the highway, you'd have the zipper effect getting onto the gardener. And people Don't, knew how yes, to do it. Yes, people knew how to do it. Okay. As soon as you turned into the weekend, as soon as Friday evening hits, or not Friday evening, as soon as Saturday hits, boom, you get the weekenders and people like not on a regular basis coming downtown that but can't drive properly. Think about anybody that drives, because when we live downtown, we don't drive Monday to Friday. No. So think about other people that are driving downtown on weekends. Right. Or sorry, on the weekdays. Those okay. are people that don't live downtown. And that's the commute traffic are people that don't live downtown. But like it's their it's their norm and it's their routine, so they know yeah. what to expect during the week. Sure. Okay, yes. fine. But my point is, the young people, like the millennials in this area, they're running stop signs. They don't know how to like parallel park or reverse park. Like I'm talking basic motor function. 
They suck. I find it to be more evident outside of Toronto than than inside, but I mean... I guess there's not much of a problem in, outside of Toronto. We also don't drive too much in the city, if we're going to be completely honest. We, we well, generally since... take, <laughs> take the... Uh, either walk about or take the transit, right? Restart what? Just say that again. Okay. Um, yeah, so I I think that generally um, t- drivers are just better in in the city than... than uh, uh, fuck, you fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> just repeat what you said. I don't remember what I said I don't know anymore. if I'll be able to edit that. Okay, well, you fucked me up, so I don't even know where to go. I didn't fuck you up, okay. you fucking... Anyways. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. So, just forget about the driving aspect of it um i'll get there one day if at any day but so yeah i don't know um do we have any other questions oh there was a question um so there was a question about uh about the vacations let me just double check that um oh god it was what is your ideal way to spend a vacation and i answered um on instagram that you prefer to be on a beach or by the water yeah and i prefer to explore places and we'll take turns on deciding vacation spots like yeah pre-covid we had a really good groove going on where every year we would take two vacations if if we could which i think you know which yeah, yeah i mean like when we're talking about three weeks vacation between um or each right um we had a good kind of pattern every year where we would go somewhere that was adventurous. Um, and that was like the year we went to Iceland mm-hmm. and Dominican. Yes. Or was uh, it Jamaica? That was Jamaica, I think. Yeah, that was, was 2017. Jamaica. 2017. I think, right? yeah. And then 2018, we went to Vancouver and... Then we went to Dominican. Dominican. Yeah. And then uh, last year... I think we, we combined one. it. We combined it because it was a special one, yeah. You know what? I can like. I know you said I want something relaxing, but if we can do Italy or a trip similar to Italy every single year, I'd be like golden. Yeah, I that was the best trip. Yeah, because and it was only also, one day. You also did it. not plan any of it. So. I planned one thing. Yeah, to to decide to when to propose. Yeah, it was a tough decision. I had to do it right. Yes, but you didn't plan it. You didn't plan the trip. You didn't even know we were going to be during the day you wanted to to plan it. All right, fine. You but. planned it because you brought us to that particular restaurant. <laughs> yes, we will not, we will not divulge we into that again. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, so I think we have a pretty good system of, like, of deciding on, on where we want to go and... Um, we split between both of our interests, um, and Italy was was a, a good medium. I think, I think I would have liked to kind of just do a little bit, like maybe a couple more days on the coast would have been nice to kind of like yeah. actually enjoy the beach. But um, no, I think I don't it think was we great. did. Eh? No, we, we didn't. didn't we, beach, we didn't get a right? chance to. But um, but the boat. Ride. But we had like yeah the boat ride. So I think that was, awesome. that was like good enough. Um, I um, I'm locking in, you know, Dominican for our next trip. That's my relaxing beach chill unlimited drinks type of vacation yeah what's your next adventure making me walk around a lot vacation (laughs) well technically our yeah our next trip would have been our honeymoon um but obviously that's not happening (laughs) so it where i wanted to go was kind of to do like the nordic countries again 
Um, since, unfortunately, we couldn't uh, see the northern lights when we were in Iceland, um, it's still a dream of mine to see it. And I know everybody's like, well, you can see it here if you go up north. But it's like, no, I want to go away to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think it'd be definitely cool to go to, like, Norway and Switzerland and, like, Finland and stuff. Um, So I'm kind of looking into that for possibly a honeymoon destination but that's awesome when when that time comes we'll figure it out um and yeah we'll see definitely definitely asia one day hopefully yeah if that have to uh, go home once once (laughs) asia settles down um but yeah um we'll see when when we can go on vacation right i i would love that yeah to finally see the northern lights from anywhere that's not you know the airplane (laughs) yeah that's our, our only glimpse of like just just a little glimpse was a, a blurry photo on yeah, my phone. Yeah, was basically um, on our way to Iceland. Uh, the Northern Lights were out, and unfortunately, it wasn't even. It wasn't even our side. It wasn't even our side of the airplane. <laughs> so we, when we looked out the window, we couldn't see it. So everybody's on the other side of the airplane's like looking and like gawking and like having a great time. And here I am like with a pouty face because I didn't get to see it. And it was like Lily has the uh, window seats always. Yeah. So I had the aisle that was closer than her to the um, to the Northern Lights. So I was like kind of fidgeting trying to look around the old lady sitting across the aisle from us. And they're like, oh, here you go, son. Take a look. Yeah. Took a picture with my phone. And Lily still couldn't see it with her eyes. Well, it's not my fault. But hey, it's just another excuse to go away somewhere else. Exactly. But yeah, one day. One day. I just think it's funny that everybody that's told us to go um, to like, you know, out of nowhere, Ontario to see it Mm -hmm. is not a person of color. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Well, I mean... What can you do? I don't know if that matters in any type of way, but yeah, I guess that's true. I don't have a cottage or anything, so I can't go up north anywhere. Um, but yeah, that is know. what it is. But yeah, thanks for uh, the couple of questions that people have sent in. Yeah, thank um, you so much, guys. Obviously, we're still kind of starting out new, so if there's anything else, just shoot us a message or DM us on, on our Instagram, 2 to Tango podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or send us emails yeah. at podcast at brandotango.ca mm-hmm. um and of course tell your friends and family to tango.ca <laughs> it'll take you right to our uh, our apple, apple podcast yeah. yeah and we're on spotify too that's cool mm-hmm. yeah i think it's pretty yeah. pretty cool it's neat um so one of the other things that i kind of just wanted to like bring up or kind of just talk about was uh what are your top three um important things in a relationship um this is top three Mm -hmm. the number one thing i like is like attention (laughs) i love attention and and care right like when you see somebody make um the effort to show that they listen to you the little details of what you like um and put in the effort to try and make things for you a certain way that you like or or find things for you or give you a gift that they know you'd like based on little details i think that's a one um so that's one i don't have a word for it though right but it's those ideals (laughs) are one thing Mm -hmm. effort Mm-hmm. yeah 
you know, kindness. Because you know how you can describe anybody as kind? And a lot of people describe people they know as kind. Almost as if everybody in the world is kind. Well, I think everybody and should be, but yeah. Everybody should be, but yeah. but it's like everybody uses it as currency to describe literally everybody else in the world as kind as if we've never we would never come across somebody who's unkind and yet we find that we're we run into more people that are treating like peop service people at restaurants like shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i find that too often so is it rare or not right uh i don't know i mean i've only dated one person so <laughs> do you think i'm kind Oh, come on. <laughs> well, it's hard to say because you're kind of an asshole too. Okay. Yeah. You know what? In the greater scheme of things, yes. I think when it comes down to it, you are a nice person and you're going to you're gonna be there for the people that you love. Um, I just have a very short tolerance, I guess, for a lot of you're people. You're just generally like, you're an asshole, but like uh, a friendly asshole. Does that make sense? <laughs> a nice asshole. <laughs> I bleach. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, like I think that's just like but that's just me speaking on on how long I've known you. Like I think we balance each other out, right? Cuz you're very kind. I don't know if I'm very kind. I don't everyone I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> that's what you're describing me. But like you said, a lot of people describe people as kind. So No, but you you, you properly it? are kind. You I think your thing is that you're also very forgiving. Um, can be, I guess. You, you, I don't know, I guess. Forgiving to the people that deserve it. Yeah. I've, I've definitely, um, have worked on, on letting things go for people that don't deserve it. I think that was definitely something that, like, I, I've grown up on too, is to, to kind of let things go if, if, if it's not going to work out. I used to, I used to, I think that was one of the things I used to struggle with when I was younger is that like being too nice, uh, doesn't always work out the best because people will take advantage of you. On the other Um, hand, you have this weird way of like knowing people and almost like it's not a sense like, or like, like it's a sense of yours that you can smell out people that are like red flags, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, maybe like. It's funny because um, I did that personality test. Uh, oh, I yeah. what it's called. The Myers-Briggs test, I think it is. Yeah. Um, and I am an ISFJ. So one of, like, the traits is feeling, right? And, yeah. And so that, that relates a lot to, like, um, like, my intuition and everything. So, yeah, I generally think that... And the S stands for sensing. So I can sense a lot of things, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I guess I could fall into that. I think actually a lot of people, especially like uh, coworkers and colleagues, have told me that I kind of have a good sense of of people's characters and yeah. stuff. But I generally still do get along with everybody, no matter what character. Because you give uh, everybody a chance. Yeah, because I I like to think you know you're a nice person until you prove to me that you're an asshole. So I don't know why I didn't see that in you first. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was that. mine again? What was your what? You're an INFJ. So you're the advocate and I'm the defender. 
So. Oh, that's what it is. So yeah. wait, what does what does my what does my N stand for? Um, I forgot what the N stands for. <laughs> There's a whole list. I forgot what it is, but I forgot. I'm not too sure. Because I'm negative all the yeah, time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm an advocate. I think that's the best word. You, you're a defender. Are you defending yourself or are you defending others? Defending others. Defending others? Yeah. And I'm an advocate because um, whether what I believe is right or wrong, I, like, I, I make it known, I promote it a lot, right? Yeah. And I'm trying to do that for good, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. We'll see. Um, yeah, do you have any other, other important Oh, I guess that was items. two, right? Yeah. Kindness. Um, and then like the care to give a shit about me. Um, what was the third one? Respect. Yeah. I guess it goes to the first one a little bit too, but like respecting when I need my space. Yeah. Which you do. Mm -hmm. Ooh, the 30 hours of Last of Us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But that's a thing. No, yeah, I agree. I think respect is definitely one of the the important things in a relationship not just like you can be you know you can love someone all you want but if you don't respect them then it's never gonna yeah. it's never gonna work um respecting boundaries is definitely an important thing too respecting them as a person that like they're not just kind of objects um that are there to serve you or to compliment they're not like lily you're not even here to compliment me really right i mean you do and that's why we work but um, you're your own person as well. And yeah. if I want to do anything and, and make this relationship work, I also have to have to take into account, you know, what your objectives are mm-hmm. career-wise and um, personally, right? And we have to be on the same page. I think a lot of people are not on the same page when they're in a relationship and they're, they're at different points and stuff like that. Yeah, but I think it takes time to really understand that because, you know relationships go through different waves too right and i think i think as people you also change throughout a relationship as well so i don't necessarily think that it's like at a fault either i think it you just naturally have to either um accept and respect the person to grow um and and you either adapt to that and you continue a relationship or you you change and then you just let let it go right but Mm -hmm. i mean i mean respect in a in a broad sense too it doesn't necessarily have to be as deep or whatever um but the other thing that i think is important um is uh having a sense of humor i think i've learned that to be it's such a cliche to say or and i don't i feel like some people might not even put that in their top three but i think one of the things that that makes us work is that we laugh a lot together and we just find um the joys and like the small little things that we do too um and i think it's important to to keep that that kind of sense of humor going for a while i feel like if we if we didn't understand each other's sense of humor as much as we do now we probably won't wouldn't have lasted as long as we did and I'm, I'm kind of glad that we still kind of keep going that way. Yeah, like if I did something stupid, 
Which or something stupid do. happens in front of me and I don't hear Lily's laugh kind of in the background somewhere, I'd get worried. Right? <laughs> well, I don't... The thing is, I also don't like some of your humor, too. I think it can go too far sometimes. Um, but again, that's that's a thing where it's like, you know, we're two, we're two very opposite people who somehow <laughs> work. One time I was... I was driving and somebody was jaywalking and I sped up a little bit and turned my wheel as if I was like kind of aiming my car towards them. <laughs> and Lewis, you're laughing now. No, I'm not you want to pretend this never happened, but you actually no. started laughing. I thought it was the cutest thing. I wasn't going to run the guy over, but I think I said something like a hundred points or something. <laughs> so, 10 points. 10 points. <laughs> Even worse. See, you remember. It was just, it was funny in the moment, but I wasn't going to laugh if you were going to run the person over. I wasn't going to actually run the person over. I don't know. I had a clean driving record, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, I think um, just compali- compatibility um, with, with sense of humor is important. Um, and I think the third thing would be... Ten points. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a third thing? I don't even know. I think maybe, uh, honesty would be a good thing. Um, I think that's definitely important. Um, not, like, I don't think you, you need to tell each other everything and you don't need to know every single thing about the person. Um, but I think it's, it's important to, to not omit the truth and to, to kind of, respect your partner again this coincides with like being like respectful Mm -hmm. to your partner of of you know not lying to them and not um and being honest and just yeah building your relationship off that right because what what is your relationship if you're you're lying to each other like what where does that get you in the end um but yeah i think those are just our opinions on on what what is important to us there is definitely a whole lot of lists that i think that we didn't capture it's actually kind of it's actually kind of difficult kind of being asked it eh? like i don't yeah like when i was like when i like read that question um because i just googled like a topic but um i just i was like oh it's it's hard because like we've been together so long that like i think we've like neglected um reflecting back on our relationship and like figuring out what's important I think because we're so, especially like now, we're so wound up in, in all the changes that's going on too, right? Um, mm-hmm. To kind of just ground us and kind of figure out what, what truly matters. But yeah, I think, that's, that's that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you say we're going like we've gone through a lot of changes recently, and I think the same is true with how we've adapted to it. Like, you know, our relationship in like 2009 is so different than 2010 2015 yeah and now and i think you're right we haven't really reflected on it because we were very good together in those years but we were very good for each other in different ways than we are for right now yeah i think we well we were kids then and um looking like in hindsight there were a lot of things that we could have um worked on but in the moment obviously we thought we were good um there were probably times where we weren't good (laughs) and i don't think we're gonna pretend that we're this great couple because there are aspects that i think we could have obviously 
um, worked on. But in the moment, in the I moment. think that's what it is, right? Like in the moment, it's it's great and. Uh, or we work th- we work through them too, right? It yeah. Wasn't just, we're not gonna pretend that it's all sunshine and rainbows. Like, um, yeah, I think it takes. Like I said, it goes back to the whole changing as as you grow up. Like I think yeah. the the thing that's unique in like our relationship is that because we've been together so long and not just being together so long, that fact that like we were young, um, we went through our own. Uh, life stages together Um, we graduated high school together we went to university and getting our degrees and then you know figuring out um, our careers and getting our first jobs and then eventually like moving out now we're engaged Mm -hmm. like all of these things to is already like a big um, milestone to an individual but we experience those together and I think that also like affected our relationship and like if we were to change that in any type of way, I think it would kind of rewrite our history too, right? If we were to just change a little, a tiny aspect of it, it would, we would come out differently. But yeah, I'm, you know, we're, we're grown up now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but. It's weird that like, we're at the age now where this is what I will like look like for a long, for a long freaking time. Like, like I thought I was going to get more. <laughs> I thought I was going to be taller. <laughs> I don't well, know. Is that it? Yeah, you're 5'10", so I think that's pretty decent for an Asian dude. You know, I'm counting no. my blessings here. You know? I've seen people <laughs> taller, but like, is that really it? And I feel like I'm a kid still. Well, I still, you know, get told that I look like I'm 16, so I don't know if that helps you either. But it doesn't. No, yeah. No, I love you, but like, uh, if you think you look that way, that's kind of weird on me, right? <laughs> <laughs> well you can't grow a mustache so it's like that's it's true. fine it's fine it is what it is <laughs> but yeah i think i have chest hair like five it's a lot <laughs> okay you were like where did that come from I'm like, yeah, I, don't know. I do remember that i <laughs> yeah, was like where did, where did that come from um yeah yeah i think it is what it is do we want to talk about i've been i i really want to talk about jk rowling for a little bit sure yeah she's been pissing me off yeah i think uh there's been lots of stuff going on she's been extremely problematic the past few months i kind of hate that Uh, word problematic but it like makes so much sense in her case yeah because i think just say this person's a problem don't say they're problematic like well she is i and i guess i never saw it because i was just a fan of her books I have a tattoo of Harry Potter. Which I hate. But I know, but I love Harry Potter. Yeah, but... But she has ruined Harry Potter for me. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I I never read the books, um, and I only actually watched the movies when we were dating, right? Mm-hmm. You, you got me into them. Um, but I don't... Like, the people that have read the books obviously have a great connection to Harry Potter, and, and I get that. Um, but... Yeah, she, she's been on this thing that is not so great. Um, Let's start from the beginning. Yeah, so Where she's, she's already, she started, like, piping up. Why can't people just shut up? You well, know? it's not even a matter of shutting up. It's just, like, just, I've always been taught, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. Oh, but this isn't even, like, her saying anything bad. It is, It's just, though. no, no, no. The beginning was her just not shutting up. Like, she's sure. made her billions. Yeah. Just, just like, kind of go off and ride off into the sunset and enjoy your, your 
early retirement. Nobody gets to do this. But if we're talking about J.K. Rowling, she she kind of took whatever was popular. And I'm not trying to say uh, gay rights or anything is a moment that was trending or popular. But I do remember there was a time when, like, for for better, right, in society. But there was a time when, like, every TV show introduced a, a gay character. Mm-hmm. Like the... It's just, like, their inclusivity, like, point yeah. of just, like, adding something. Which is good. But it was also kind of, like, weird the way, like, Glee did it, I think, where, like, everybody was gay at the end. But I don't... Don't quote me on this. I don't know for sure because I didn't really watch the show. But I do remember hearing about it. But then I remember J.K. Rowling going, like, by the way, like, Albus Dumbledore is gay. Like, I don't know if you know this. And, like, we kind of imagined it because he was kind of written, you know subtly but just let your art speak for itself let that subtlety set set do you know what i mean yeah. yeah and then she was saying something else like i don't know what she was saying i think somebody said that that she like said dobby might have been gay too i don't know yeah i, I don't know i didn't really i mean i don't know how the books were written because i didn't read them so i can't speak on on that part but i felt like it's like way too too far off um to just kind of bring it up like it's kind of it's, it's not even just too far off of bringing it up it's like is it even relevant i don't think it was relevant like it didn't it didn't bring anything like it didn't too... yeah it didn't add substance to any no, other story yeah. or or interaction with the characters right. what she was tr- what she was trying to do was like needlessly because she's earned her billions she has become one of the most renowned authors in the world the most renowned author in the world but um, she, I guess she was trying to earn her stripes as some kind of feminist, right? Yeah. Which is good. I think people should do that, really. I don't want this to, t- to discourage anybody, if anybody's even listening. I don't want this to discourage people from writing real stories about uh, people in the... No, but that's the thing, though. It's like right? she didn't she didn't do that with the intent, though. It was like no, it was an afterthought. No, it was like she was trying to let... Yeah, it it, was, exactly. That's the word. Right? So it's... I, I felt like... Again, I... It's hard for me to speak on it because I didn't read the actual novels, but um, to kind of just stick it in there to be like, oh, yeah, well, if you don't know, you know, he's Dumbledore is gay. It's like, cool, but what does that add to the story 15 years later? Like, it kind of... Just let, like yeah, let us come to that conclusion. Or, or yeah, exactly. That's, that's fine. So what but, has she done since? So there's been a couple of things since then. Um, she's, she's made a, couple, a few... Um, uh, comments on on the transgender community um and a, a big part of that was about conversion therapy and she thinks that oh um, i didn't hear about this yeah so a big thing is that she thinks teens or, or kids who who feel like they're you know they're not in the the right body that they were they should have been right like they weren't born into the body that they should have been um and and choose to go to be transgendered she says that that's harmful to these children and teens because they're not, they're not, they don't know um, the effects that it could have on them um, later on if they ch- if they change their minds or if they come to that conclusion. Is she talking about like a physiological yeah, level? Yeah, right. Like hormones so, and stuff? Hormones and stuff. Okay. So that's what it kind of started off with. That was like the beginning of it. But it's like, you know, she, she's not, I don't understand why people like to talk about people's experiences when they're not involved in it. Um, I think the only 
time that it should be spoken about is, you know, for that specific child is between the child and their parents, right? I think so too, yeah. And it should I always have it should like always parental be discretion. Yeah, right? exactly. And and if if the parents and the child de- decide that that's the, the route that they want to go down, what's it to you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like she just kept going, she kept on and saying that like it wasn't right and that it's harmful to to these children because they don't they they might change their minds and it. Um, it'll affect them later and um, it'll affect their um, their reproductive systems that they are born with. Um, but I think, you know, with with science and the, the great things that we have in the medical um, world today, like uh, it's it's easier now than ever to to make people feel um, and not just feel, but like look the way that they want it to look since they've, yeah. you know, uh, been born. Um, so for her to say that is, is kind of, uh, very hurtful, um, to people. Um, and the other thing too is, uh, she's also said that trans women aren't women. Yeah, that was recent. Yeah, that was recent. So she didn't, so she didn't like educate herself. No. And And she's supposed to be quotations of feminist. So, um. So there's a word for people like this. Um, they're T-E-R-F's, TERFs, right? Mm -hmm which is to say that they're trans-exclusionary radical feminists. Okay. And it, she's so, uh, she, she's so like, I, I, what's the other word? It's like intersectional. Yes. But it's like, it's like, she, she's, it's almost like as if her feminism is like performative, right? Where it's like, oh, look at me. She's all for it. Only if it's like, like if it makes her kind of look good or, or included in the conversation, because right. like like all things considered, I mean, we're talking about what she said about um, like giving uh, sexual orientations or labels to some of the characters after the fact, like retconning some of her mm-hmm. her writing um, afterwards. All of this, plus whatever she said before she went off on this turf tirade. Mm-hmm. It's like she was just performing the role of a feminist because she's she has this big platform. Right, right. Now her true colors are coming out because she's getting canceled, right? So yeah, that's the other thing is because she's she's saying that uh, trans women are not women, and and a big part of her argument, she, she's like she's not even just saying it; she's also defending when like she got the backlash for it. She says because they don't have this loops back again to the reproductive organs that actual women have right and it's like man like (laughs) i don't even know what to call her except just a fucking asshole he's part of my french right because it's like who are you to to decide that like it's it's funny that she wants to be a part of um the the community and be involved in it when she adds characters like sexual orientations but when it comes to gender, she has such a opposite stance on it, right? Yeah. Um, which I don't think is right. And I think, yeah, what it, when it comes down to it, that's to the individual. It's none of your business. So just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I don't, Honestly. I don't understand. And, and yeah, so it kind of led to her just not... She, she doubled down on, on her comments. And uh, she's signed this... Uh, this agreement i don't really know what it's called but a few authors and and notable people who are part of this free speech um uh 
I don't even know, a free speech thing where they they are not um, accepting of this cancel culture, if, if you will. Yeah. Um, so I think that's just, it's, yeah, she's doubling down on what she's saying and she's not, she's not for, uh, she's not given an apology and anything that she said. She thinks that um, it's free speech and she thinks that, you know, people who are, um, quotations, canceling her because of this is, is, I don't know. I don't think, I, she's not necessarily making herself a victim here, but she's, she's standing by her choice of words of what she says, even though what she's saying is discriminatory and yeah. like harmful and hurtful um, to a lot of these people who are, are very big fans of Harry Potter yeah. and people who have, who have grown up with that. And, and now a big part of their childhood is, is ruined for them because of, unfortunately, the author that, that wrote that wrote this series yep. so I imagine mean, like yeah. finding an escape in your favorite book and finding out the person that wrote it is like wholly against what what you, what, are, what, yeah, as, what you are as who you are and that's right? very damaging and and i think that's that's horrible i can't i can't imagine it like i just don't understand people that don't that just are, are mean <laughs> i don't even like i don't know like, like, it yeah it's just i don't, I don't for, i just don't understand people why it bothers people right like i think your gender and your se- your sexual orientation like that that has nothing to do with you just worry yeah. about worry about your own like as if but even that what what does that have anything to do with who they are as a person right yeah. like as long as you're a kind human being it doesn't matter i mean like if you're if you're rude and mean then you know yeah. I, I won't i don't care for you either but like it, it's just it's just appalling to me that people um can automatically assume or just say things and dislike you just based on on your gender and your sexual orientation stuff stuff you can't choose stuff you can't choose stuff you you know know. that just aren't even a part of the equation of of anything like it, it means you know like i just don't understand it but so jk rowling if um she's already made her billions she could have just shut up not said a word <laughs> yeah people would have so loved her yeah um uh yeah we i really wanted to talk about it because i kind of want to know what other people think about it so um if you have another perspective on this i'd love to know because we're Lily and i were truly like i'm we just don't, like dumbfounded i'm dumbfounded yeah. yeah like i just don't understand what write to would. us yeah write to us let us know if you disagree <laughs> you know or I mean? if you like agree with her i mean yeah like, you know, yeah, I think in some cases, free speech is, is obviously free speech, but yeah. um, there's a line drawn when it when it's harmful and discriminatory. But, to, like, these people, people aren't even, like, these people that are canceling J.K. Rowling and others, it's not like they're making, they're, what she's saying is illegal. They're, that's not what they're saying at all. They mm-hmm. just, like, they just don't want to hear it, which is why they're canceling her. Like, they're boycotting, which is fine. Yeah, like, just... <laughs> but everybody has the right to boycott, right? Yeah. Just as, as quotations, as she's saying, everybody has a right to say whatever they want. That's, if that's the argument she's making, then everyone has the same right to not read her books and not mm-hmm. buy into any of her, her commodities. Plus, right? cancel culture doesn't exist because everybody that we've ever seen get canceled still is able to produce content. They still have a platform. Right. Like We just choose not to consume it anymore. Yeah, we just choose right? not to consume it. And, and canceling doesn't work. I want it to, but it doesn't. And when it does, that's when we'll know that there's a majority of us that actually give a shit. Or if, 
if it exists or if it's being canceled, quotations, if that's what they want to call it, then it means there is something fundamentally wrong with what you're doing. Yeah. And if you can't see that, then you're too dense. That was her and, opportunity and, to dig yeah. in and educate herself. Right. Yeah. Or just like you said from the very beginning, it's just not talk about it or not, not speak on it exactly. if you're not agreeing on it. But yeah, that's just very disappointing um, because you grew up on it too and now you're kind of disappointed you want that tattooed cover it up you're yeah. looking at it now so. i know i looked yeah. at it yeah yeah let us know what you guys think about jk rowling and others yeah. or other people that need to be canceled i'd love to hear <laughs> i have uh chosen a story from reddit which brandon has not has has not heard of yet am i the asshole for being upset with my 150 fifty dollar engagement ring Let's stop right there. Okay. $150. $150. Okay. I'd love to know more about a situation. Okay. Can we, can I, can I provide an antidote before we begin? Yeah, go ahead. I worked hard as fuck. <laughs> okay. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I know we're trying to get sponsors and try to keep it clean, but I worked hard for what I got you because I was proud of it. It was a sacrifice. I dug in deep. Mm-hmm. And I made it happen. And I know you would have said yes to a $150 ring. Okay. You would have said yes to a ring pop. Yep. Just need you to know that because yeah. you're, making, you're making me sound like an asshole right now. <laughs> I know. But um, I, that, was, that was a show of my commitment mm-hmm. and how I would move mountains for Lily. At some point, I was considering li- literally moving a mountain. <laughs> To make that money. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go on. Let's hear this cheap fucks story. That okay, so you've already made your opinion on it. I did. Okay. okay, let's hear it. All right. But yeah, let's hear the story. So let's just um, dump right in. Yes. So my fiance is quite well off. And while I don't make as much as him, I certainly would not be struggling on my own. He rotates between a few very expensive watches that he wears to work. And while we have a good grasp on financial literacy, we aren't shy about spending um, for the important parts of our life. We openly share finances, so I know he isn't secretly in debt uh, or any such nonsense. I mean, that could always be a case. If you don't know, you don't know. But anyways, um, the ring is nice and understated, but more of a nice stacker than an engagement ring to show off. The stone, which I'm doubtful of it being a diamond, is quite small. It is not an heirloom. Um, when friends or family get engaged, there's always the excitement in sharing the news and inevitably someone will ask to see the ring and then everyone coos over it and it's a good time. When I showed mine, the mood got awkward and they fiend and the fiend excitement just, uh, long enough until it was okay to change the topic. Um, this is not a knock on them. Uh, they are just terrible liars. Um, I would like to make it clear that I'm not expecting a quotations three month salary ring or an over the top wedding. However, this is a piece I will be wearing daily for decades and is largely considered a symbol um, of his love, which uh, I know not all feel this way, but we do, or at least I thought we did. But I really don't think I'm out of line for thinking of it as a long term investment piece given the amount of time uh, of where it will see and sentimentality behind it. Sure. It, surely it is more than worth a gaming console. Am I the asshole here? Okay, wait. So what's the story? Did she say no? She said yes. She, she said, said yes. yes, and she showed she showed her family, and she was kind of a little embarrassed showing them because they were like, oh. <laughs> wait, is, so what's why, why is she asking if she's the asshole that she feels bad? 
is she the asshole? Kind of the is, assholes, is she her, is she the asshole for thinking that um, that he should have spent more on on like is she the asshole for being upset with just a hundred fifty dollar engagement ring? Okay, has she made it? Has she okay. externalized her disappointment? Let's. There's there's a little bit more detail because people asked her questions. Okay. I just wanted to get you your wanted, initial okay. your initial because a it. question I would have is if she externalized the disappointment. Okay. If she told him, mm-hmm. hey, maybe you should buy me a, a nicer ring. She's in fact an asshole. Okay. If she didn't, and it's her friends that are like, you should have got a bigger ring. <laughs> you they know? didn't. They, just, they didn't. They but you can looked t- at it. Yeah. And they just yeah. Said, yeah. I don't think she's an asshole yet. Okay. I think the dude's kind of an asshole. Because she's saying that they are financially literate, mm-hmm. and that they are they treat themselves right. Yep. Evidently, they they he the, rotates between expensive the moments watches. that matter. Yeah. Expensive watches, she mm-hmm. says. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I thought she said expensive or like uh. She did too. The moments but... for themselves, yep, right? Because like. We we've talked about this. Yeah. If it was a choice between a ring or a, a down payment for a house, oh, I obviously we're going to choose payment. a down payment yeah, for a house. For sure. um, but I think if you are indeed financially literate, there's room for both. There was room for the ring and a trip to Italy. Yeah. And, you know. Well, it's it's to each their own. Like I I've know, always said I with know, this in, I, the, in the very first podcast too, it's all subjective. Your relationship is, you know, But 150 bucks, hon? Yeah, you'll get my opinion after, but I just wanted That's... your initial... Actually, I'm very surprised on this right now. I thought you would you would call her straight up an asshole for thinking it. Well, she hasn't given any... Maybe it was the way you read her thing. Here, let no, me read no, it. I was... No, because I want to... Let wanted... me read her voice. I want to read oh, it. okay. Well... I'll just read the... My fiance is quite well off. <laughs> okay, well... I missed that part. There well, you go. He's well, he's well yeah, off. What okay, an asshole. So he's the asshole. Okay, okay. But let me let me give you some more information to divulge into the 150 story. bucks. Yeah. Okay, so let's go. I've spent more on, on one Uber Eats order. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, she's getting a lot of questions, so she just wanted to put a little bit more context into it. Um, we had briefly talked about overall style, and he has access to my jewelry box to know the stuff I typically wear. Uh, as the price of the ring um, wasn't very important to me, uh, the budget for it is never was never really discussed, which I now see as a mistake, but I didn't realize it could be a problem. Price is not important so much as I don't care if he spent a thousand or a hundred thousand dollars on it. But this ring looks cheap, looks not of quality craftsmanship. The dampened this dampened the excitement of showing off my ring was not only part of the post. Um, the rest of it was his drastic lowball on a piece that I'll be wearing every day for the rest of my life. Doesn't seem like a symbol of one one tra- traditionally associates with engagement and wedding pieces. It's about having a very wealthy fiance that invests more into the latest gaming console than he does a lifelong symbol of our love. To you, a ring might just be a ring, but unless otherwise discussed, it would be silly to assume that it would just be a throwaway item. In my culture, um, as well as the engagement ring, is paired with the wedding band, not replaced. Um, We share finances, and I saw the charge on the bank statement. If he paid in cash as well, then he then he overpaid. Given that he's bought me more expensive jewelry in the past and sees what I wear on a regular basis, for him to lowball and pour an item this much seems pretty far off out of left field and not something I would have thought I would have needed to clarify with him even if we had a longer conversation about it. Obviously, in hindsight, I should have. I think I'm more hurt with what it says to give your fiancé with, with such a low-priced ring uh, when money is clearly isn't the issue, then the fact that the ring itself was low budget. 
if we were worse off and $150 took effort for to save and I would be over the moon at what he got me and showing it. I promise it I did and, not read this ahead. And shoving it in everyone's face. However, this is not remotely the case. He has gifted diamond studs and other fine jewelry before and will splurge a bit more if it's something for the both of us. For example, a surprise getaway for the weekend. He doesn't throw his money around needlessly, but he isn't stingy. To be blunt, it's a cheap ring in looks and cost. Yes, he could have spent hours picking out an indie jeweler to get the ring, but um, that is nothing like what I have uh, and have ever mentioned liking uh, in a much lower price bracket than w when we normally spend on regular accessories. However, I don't feel like I'm making a large leap in assuming we he, assuming he didn't. To me, this is much more than the fact that he just didn't get the exact style I had in mind. I also take the exception to the people here acting like I'm unhappy with the ring means I'm happy with with. I'm unhappy with the engagement. Nowhere have I said this to be the case. Life isn't all about, um, life isn't an all or nothing game. I can be unhappy with the ring while still be madly in love with my fiance and thrilled with, uh, to spend our, the rest of our lives together. We will, both, we will be talking about this for sure, but I know this can be a touchy subject and just wanted an objective eye on it first. I will update this post after that conversation. So based on her, was that an update by the way? That was, the first uh, update or? that was more of just more context. More context okay. to, yeah. So they asked for more context. It yeah. sounded like everybody in the comments were being an asshole to them, to her. Yeah, I think they kind of just, you know, uh, went at her for saying you should be happy with getting a ring, period. As opposed to, kind of, she, she gave, you should kind of look at it as a whole story. She gave the context of their relationship, that they're financially stable. Yeah. They, well, they that he's well, well off. off. Well, okay, you don't have to be well off and have to shell out for a ring. I don't think that's the case either, but But she, 150 is egregious. Like yeah, you can get a you can get a diamond ring that is you know you can you can get a, a diamond that is like maybe not the best color quality cut you know or size or whatever, but one hundred and fifty dollars doesn't get you a diamond ring. No, that's why one hundred and fifty dollars doesn't get you the dinner. Our <laughs> Okay, are we gonna talk about no, our dinner? No, we're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> no, okay, because that shit uh, was. <laughs> <laughs> that was an engagement dinner, so that does not count. That's the only reason why that we never spent that. But anyways, no, I think people were just going at her because it, you know, people have the the mindset where it doesn't matter what I know, you. It right? doesn't matter, but it's also like I'm actually very surprised with this uh, answer from you. I thought you'd be a little bit more. Uh, do you even know me at all? I do know. I think you. that's a slap in I, the face I, if you think okay, like. No. I, I'm just, but I think maybe you're reading the story better than I thought you would have, which is good, obviously, because people didn't. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in the comments section because $150, guys. Yeah. Right? When, like, when he clearly has gotten her jewelry before, that was yeah. more than that. So that's why to her point and, is and that... And to her point that, you know, they, they're not afraid to spend on the, on the milestones of their relationship or important moments and things like that. Yeah, like... It sounds like when, if she's trying to defend him, she's even trying to defend him, right? Mm -hmm. By saying yeah. he's not afraid to spend on the joyous moments of their life. Mm -hmm. At some point, it reads like, like he's really just spending that for himself. That she's kind of included in those joyous moments in her life. I'm going to assume she means like on trips right. or on dinners or whatever. It's almost like he's doing it selfishly. It's for himself and that she's kind of along for the ride because mm -hmm. if he wouldn't even do that for a ring. Yeah. Or at least do a little more than 150. Yeah. Because like for me, I like you said, I would have said yes to anything. Um, but to her point, I agree. Like 
this is something that's sentimental to her and something that she's going to wear for the rest of her life. Um, even with just regular jewelry pieces, um, it wears and tears just with everyday wear, right? Yeah. Like my Pandora ring is not going to last me like even a year. Like you would have to constantly change that. So if you're spending like and a Pandora ring is like 50, 60 bucks. So you're going to constantly have to spend 50, 60 bucks every year in order for, for it to, to last. But whereas if you spend, you know, a little bit more extra one time because it's supposed to be an engagement ring, then yeah, it's going to last you for the rest of your life, you know, because from going from like regular sterling silver to like uh, 18 karat gold, that's a big jump. And that's something that'll uh, survive the wear and tear of everyday wear because I wear my ring. Actually, I don't. Now that we're home, I don't wear it every time, but you know, every day I would wear it. You used to have a tan. Yeah, I used to have a tan line, but now I don't because we're home. Oh, it's kind of there. <laughs> kind of there. Kind of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's important. And if it's something that they clearly have like discussed before and that how, you know, to her, because this is a matter about her relationship, not about everybody else's relationship. To her, it's a symbol of his um, love and devotion, right? So, yeah. Effort and commitment. Effort and commitment, sure. Um, and if like, we want to go back to the first question of today's episode. Am I the asshole? No, the first question um, of today's episode. What are the three most important things yeah, in a relationship? Yeah, I think that's, sure. I can add to that, right? Effort and commitment. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely, I mean, that's a thing. We can say it goes without saying and that it's common sense, but clearly it's not common, right? And sometimes I've, like, I'll be honest, I forgot to put in the effort too. Yeah. Gotten fat. Sometimes I forget to clean the place or do the dishes. But we have to put in that effort. You have to make that conscious, like, yeah. It's easy to to neglect your partner when you see them every day, (laughs) when you're with them Mm 24-7. But yeah, I think you most definitely have to make an effort. And I think that's where here she says there was a lack thereof, especially for what what was supposed to be a, a very, if not the most important piece to the start of their their new chapter in their lives right so let's read the updates because last time uh completely changed everything okay so (laughs) this is why but so so you stand on your she's not the asshole it's him unless she changes she says something in the update that but is that what you but that's where i'm planning my foot right now okay cool 150 dollars okay no i just just wanted to see but because I agree, because she had said if we were in a harder financial situation and $150 took a lot out of him to, to save, then she would be over the I want to know how he was raised. Where did it go wrong? What does he do for a living where he's considered well off, uh, but cheaps out on an engagement ring that's not an heirloom? Yeah. Right? Like, if it has, like, I could. If this was something my grandpa gave my grandma. Yeah, for sure. And it was a a piece of crap. It would mean a lot more sentimentally. Of course, right? And I think that's where she says sentimental value is of importance to her, but it was nothing. He bought it. um, And she saw it on the bank statement, and that's why she knows it was $150, right? Yeah. Um, So so you think she's not the asshole? I think she's not the asshole because, you know, they've talked about it, and that was just not the case, but it was surprising to her when she actually got it. So here's the update, because she said that she would update on the conversation with him. He came home and we were settling down around dinner time, and I started the conversation with, honey, I'd like to talk about the ring. And before I could finish, he just blew up, started yelling, fucking finally, and how I'd ruined everything by waiting so long. Hmm? Yeah, that's what he said. 
Hold on, start from the beginning of okay. that update. Yep. That, that sounded like it wasn't paced well. Okay. Let <laughs> like, me just, how did okay, things let me just blow this. up? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this is what she says. He came home when we were settling down around dinner time. I started the conversation with Honey. I'd like to talk about the ring. And before I could finish, he just blew up. He started yelling, fucking finally, and how I ruined everything by waiting so long. So that is what he said to her. Okay. <laughs> your, your eyes right now, you're like, okay. oh. To be brief, he brought a shitty ring from a jeweler um, who, got, who got bad reviews so, when, so that when I got upset over it, he could dump me under the guise that I was a gold digger. He had apparently been having an affair. Turns out COVID had shortened his work hours, not extended. With a younger model that he's quotations earned and knew that breaking things off uh, when everyone loved me so much would hurt his optics, so he had to make it my fault. He knew that leaving this pariah ship would gain him sympathy, um, and there was a lot of rhetoric I'll that st- clearly... I'll pause right there. Sure. I thought this was a game that he was playing. It was. It is, though. No, but I thought he, like, meant to have a better ring. Oh. And that he had a plan oh, okay. to give her a better yeah. ring, but she ruined it by trying to be too nice. Nah, this totally... Oh, he's boring. just an asshole. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Spicy. Yes. So he knew that leaving this pariahship would gain him sympathy and that there had been a lot of lot of rhetoric that clearly wasn't his own words, but something he was parroting from what I highly suspect is from a much too influential work friend that I've had disagreements with in the past. Changes that I have attributed to work stress um, are gnarlingly obvious to me now as symptoms of this are more malicious under the surface and I feel really ashamed that I didn't see it more clearly earlier or I somehow... Uh, wasn't able to heat things off before when they got this far. I won't be sticking around to dig any deeper, but I know that my now ex-fiance would not have done and said these things he did without being pushed from bad influences behind the scenes. This doesn't mean I forgive him. I think he's incredibly weak and feeble-minded for letting this happen to us, and I also doubt that I will be contacting many of our mutual friends as the dust settles. I am left in the middle of this tirade um, around after the 15-minute mark, and I'm staying with at my mother's. I haven't cried yet, so I think I'm still waiting for it to all suddenly make sense, um, but I know logically it might not be over. Uh, thank you for everyone who has responded to my post and offered your thoughts. I don't think anyone could have predicted what was going to happen from the information I gave, but uh, now I'm off to different Reddit posts. Uh, Under the Waterworks decided to flow, and I can have a good cry of it after all. On the plus side, uh, if there is one, is that I don't have to wear the fucking hideous ring anymore. So how's that for a, a story update? Justice. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> All you Reddit commenters. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, seriously. You idiots. Yeah. Ultra woke trying to trying to trying to defend the 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 poor man because he can because he bought a $150 ring. $150. Honestly, that's a slap in the face. Even if I was planning to break up with you, I'd chill a bit more than that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, okay. Well, but that was his point, was that he wanted to make it so ungodly so that she could seem like she was a gold digger. But clearly she... She was just confused by it all. She She was literally too nice. It ruined his plan to cheat on her. No, he was cheating on her. It didn't ruin his plan. It ruined his his plan plan to to... blame it on her. Uh, Yeah, that's what it was. (laughs) Optics. See? Somebody who's so... She should have had, she should have picked that out. I mean, I, I missed what she was saying in the end there because I was grinning ear to ear. Yeah. But, like, I think you can pick out somebody that cares about their image more than anything. 
And I think right, that's like, what that's what bothered her in the post was that she was saying, you know, he he must have been influenced. he's not shy about selling or shelling out money for his watches and his gaming consoles. So she was a little bit turned off that you know, for what's supposed to be forever peace, not much thought yeah. was given to it. But like um, image, right? Yeah, exactly. I guess if image matters, then he should have. I gone feel like, like anybody. A, we only know bad people that care that much about their image. I mean, I don't think it's, it's not a bad thing to worry about image. If you want to worry about it, that's fine. That's your own business. Um, well, you can do it for yourself. Yeah, if you can do it for yourself. But when you do it for your others, right? When you care what other people think of you. Which, people, yeah. People that put that much stock into their, other people's perception of them is usually a bad recipe for people we've encountered in our lives. Yeah, but I think here he's... Yeah, he was trying to do it so that it could be flipped on her, not so it could be flipped on him. There you right? go. So I think it was just, I actually thought that you would have said she should be happy with $150 ring and then we would have this this glorious update and it would be hilarious, but. If she, if he was poor, yeah, I'd say yes. You know, $150 if that's all the man can do. Right, but that's what the she said. The man has put right? in effort and commitment to yeah. produce $150 worth of you know jewelry for her mm-hmm. then give that man a goddamn medal but 150 dollars when won't even buy you an xbox 360 nowadays mm-hmm. well again for me it doesn't have to do with the money because um it's not really it's not the material thing it's a matter of, of what's important in the relationship and for them they had mentioned that it was important so that's where it was see and why. and the thing is you it doesn't matter well it does matter to you in some ways but it, it's it's not a make or break for you but i know that if i'm marrying you i'm marrying into your family and your family cares <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> they do come on let's be real let's be real here. i think they have a traditional sense in where like she she says right where it's it's showing love and 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 um commitment for me my big thing when we talked about getting married was I don't care what you do. Because honestly, I wanted to do really nice wedding bands and call it a day, right? Um, And have a down payment. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, for you, it was important. I felt like, you know, if that's what you want to do, whatever. It didn't really matter. But my big thing was I needed you to ask me when you meant it. And I needed to feel that you meant it, not... Not because you felt pressured, not because you had a ring, not because because um, you felt like you were, you know, time was ticking and that we've been together too long. I needed to know that you meant it when you asked me. Um, that's all I cared about, to be honest, so. And you would have known if I didn't. Yeah. Based on how I well, said it. Well, you cried when you asked me, so. You said, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, so here, I think the story is just funny because... She clearly could sense something was off. Um, she kept trying to, you know, reiterate that it wasn't about the money, wasn't about, you know, um, the the fact that it was, you know, yeah, I guess in a way so it was cheap, that the, the quality of it was cheap. Um, but overall, it was just un, um, unlike him, which is what threw her off. And I was, yeah, I was not expecting that update when I read funny you thought it was that because he was gonna get her a nicer ring yeah i thought he had something up his sleeve you know he did he did just uh (laughs) 
one. Uh, poor, poor girl. Poor girl. Um, I feel bad. There's obviously she's not gonna go into it anymore deeper, but I feel bad for all the people that commented saying, you know, you're a gold digger. Or yeah, shame on you guys. It? Yeah, idiots. Well, now, now look, but, but for that the was, girl. Yeah. Onwards and upwards, right? Yeah, exactly, for sure. And uh, I feel for her, but that's it for this week. Uh, I'm Lily. And I'm Brandon. And this is the To Do Tango podcast. Catch us on Apple Podcast and Spotify. And don't forget to leave us reviews and questions for next week. And tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye-bye.